Hello and welcome to The Dead Can't Lie, Malkborg actual play. We are back once again and uh, I just want to say, you know, if this is a bit low energy, we were on a hill last night fighting each other and drinking. <laughs> there was blood, there so was. the energy may have been expended there, but I don't, we'll I don't sure know. To wrap it up if I we don't... can. <laughs> right, now, Nick, who are you playing? Uh, I will be playing Torn, uh, a cult hub master. And James Clark. I'm playing Cattler Chudley, and he's um, he's just like a wicked cool guy. Yeah, he's wretched royalty. He's, he's wicked he's, cool. Wicked yeah, cool. I mean, he's like super awesome. Debatable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was drinking a uh, lovely Guinness last night. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Do you know what color it was? Ooh, maybe black. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> and Torn, your mission is almost over. Put to death by Catler's family, the royal Chudley family of Galgenbeck, you since being resurrected have set out to kill everyone involved in your politically motivated murder. You have dispatched the executioner, Catler's dad, who's the king, the priest who testified against you and now one remains, Catler's brother Cam, the prince. Your previously glorious realm is dying before your eyes as the world slips away replaced by a screaming red sea called Timefall. But this matters not, my lord, in the face of your mission you must make them pay before it's too late. Now you stand outside Bergen Crypt, a huge marble crypt building atop a mountain in western Galgenbeck County. This polished hellhole is where you killed the king and one of the two basilisks who head up the world's new religion. The endless night that befell the world continues, the two of you barely alive with two HP between your zombie bodies. Your companion, Steve, a sword imbued with the spirit of your great uncle clings to your side. Before you, atop this mountain, as a chill wind blows over you, you see the county you used to call home. It's now a featureless wasteland dotted with ruins and dead forests. You see your old home city, Galgenbeck, crumbling and dying. You see a lake of timefall where your favourite hunting forest used to be. And you see many rivers and green rolling hills replaced by black tar-like streams and cracked ochre ground. The country looks dead. No people, no activity can be seen down below. Oh. Tom. Yes, my lord? I feel like I need to make amends with my body. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do we do that? Mm, well, as Would you mean ap apologise to it? <laughs> no, well, yes, that, that apologise in the way of uh, perhaps a healing potion. Ah, I see. Are you um, able to administer one? Do you have any on your stock? I believe I may. Let me just check through here. Torn, you start rummaging around in your bag. What do you find? Uh, no, my lord, it doesn't seem to be any healing potions here, only the, um, the bad ones. Right, well, I think, I think you know what to do then. Mm, I do indeed, my lord. Let me, uh, let me, uh, get out my tools. Yes, get the fuck on with it. Oh, get, sorry, sorry. I will, I will. Get, I get a bit cranky when I almost die again. No, I yeah. know, I feel... Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I get cranky as well when, uh... When you failed to use me in the last fight. Steve. Don't, oh, don't worry about Steve. it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Do you want, We've been through this, Steve. Do you want to go down the hole too? Um, do I want to go down the hole? Um, Endless pit. Ah, no. No, that'll be all right. Good. Well done, Steve. Right, well, stop being such a sissy. 
And remember, there is still one on our list, Steve. Oh, yeah, we've got to go and get, uh, what's his face? Cam, your brother. Yeah, twat face. Mm-hmm. All right, well, get, get, get making with the potions, then, Tom. Yes. Okay, I don't have to ask me twice. Sorry, can I try and help um, procure some of the stuff that he needs to, to make the potions with? Absolutely. Uh, give me a presence roll, mate. 16. Lovely. Not bad, yeah. So you uh, you sort of rummage around in the dirt and find, you know, some old bones, a couple of flattened frogs, a cat's head and things like this, <laughs> and uh, present them to Torn. Torn, Torn. I think these will be of use. I've seen you use these many a time before, and look what I'm fucking great. I found some. Splendid, my lord. That's very well received. Thank you. You're uh, gonna get cat's head. You're gonna get one extra potion um, out of this brewing if you succeed. So, give me a presence roll to start the brewing process. Uh, Seventeen plus two. That's nineteen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, right. So, give me a D eight roll. That's a six. With the first brewing, you mix some of this stuff together, taking a few uh, shavings off of the cat's head and all of this stuff, and then you've brewed a portion of Fernor's filter. This translucent oil must be dabbed right into the eye, but it heals infection and gives plus two on presence tests for D4 hours. Nice. What do you get for your next one? Eight. Then you mix some more ingredients together and brew a portion of black poison literally the opposite of what you were trying to do and Steve he's like fuck's sake I know I'm quite good with that one yeah I know but go go for the healing one I'm trying why don't you just fucking concentrate okay okay I am just allow me to work my magic Uh, that's a seven and and then the final brewing goes somewhat well but you get a portion of Hyphos's enervating snuff yes you get two attacks per round when you uh, when you snort this fucking stuff up and it lasts one fight and it does cause sneezing but that is a mere side effect when you think about how nutty it makes you during a fight mm, any of these healing uh no <laughs> I'm afraid not my lord fuck's uh, sake I know well look I mean it's it's not it's 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 an art. It's not an exact. More like a fart. <laughs> uh, yes, my lord. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. In, I've let you all I'm down. In, I'm in pain. You 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 guys look like you're about. You could fall apart any minute. Let's hope a stiff wind doesn't come along or you'll crumble into fucking dust. I fear our bodies are not long for this world, my lord. Mm, yeah, I think I'll. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Steve. Sorry. And then from the building behind you, you hear a bell toll. Followed by a subsurface rumbling in the ground as you suddenly see the whole building behind you get swallowed up and replaced by a huge red demonic sea, whole sections of the mountain falling away to nothing, taking Bergen Crypt with it. Then the ground cracks as the timefall races towards you quick as a snake. Um, my lord, uh. Yes, I see. Run! Yes. <laughs> right, we're going to go into a chase scene. You're going to need to get three successes before three failures or succumb to the time fall. We'll start with Catler. You start legging it. Give me an agility roll. I got an 11. That's not quite good enough. And as you're running away and the ground is falling away, the time fall is licking up against the back of your legs, burning them like hell. Torn, it is going to be your turn. Give me an agility roll. 19 total. You get the best start you ever have in your life. <laughs> 
swinging off of a uh, nearby dead tree, you get a good boost and get your momentum going. You're outrunning the time fall like a boss. Here we go, my lord. Oh, Dawn. Dawn. Oh, wait. Oh, fucking hell. Wait for me. Throw me forwards. Catler, it is going to be your turn. I hate to have, d have to do this now, but uh, this is weighing me down for once. And then I'm going to just empty my pockets of my 215 silver. Uh, give me an agility roll to see if you can do that uh, quickly enough to make a difference. Uh, 15. Very nice. Yeah, Catler, you, you jettison some of your equipment into the timefall as you uh, run away from it. And you're getting immense speed at this point. You catch up with Torn and you're now running side by side as you see the mountains falling away behind you. I never thought that my riches would actually weigh me down. I thought that they made me the man I am. But you know what does? Right, my me. Good. Keep Torn. up, my lord. <laughs> Torn, give me an agility roll. That's an 11. Torn, you start falling back at this point. Your legs sort of, as you're putting immense pressure on them while running, they sort of bend and crack going backwards the wrong way. And uh, <laughs> it looks really weird, and they're barely managing to keep you up. Oh dear, my legs are failing me at the worst possible moment. Uh, my lord? Are they supposed to bend that way? No. Shit! Ah. Candler, what are you going to do next? I want to try and uh, stop the time for advancing and throw some debris at it. Just give me a strength roll to try and hurl some rocks and... <laughs> feed the time Feeding fall. The fall yeah. Ah, I got 14. Yeah, you start feeding the fall, and as it's um, as this Red Sea is sort of concentrating on eating up the rocks you're throwing in, it does slow somewhat. Catler is now outrunning it pretty handsomely. Ah, yes. Brilliant work, my lord. Take a book out of my leaf. Uh, okay, I will, lord. Um, I'm going to try and do the same. 17. Being a sort of uh, bent over tree, you give it a huge shove, sending it spilling into the water. And as the time fall sort of worms its way up it and eats the tree, it does slow a little bit. Eat and that, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it spoke, my lord. <laughs> I heard that one. Run! Ah, yes. Oh, yeah. I got um, a 15. You're skidding down a hill at this point, barely able to keep balance. Torn. The time fall is racing towards you just after you push the tree into it. You've got one failure and two successes so far. Fucking come on! I'm on my way! A17. Not bad. That is your third success. And you skid down the same hill that Catler just went down and sort of skid to a halt next to him. Here I am, my lord. Oh, Good bellowed. Yes, well done. Your dead lungs both stab with pain as you barely make it away from the time fall. <sighs> Something what, clicked what are you in doing, there, my Steve? lord. I don't I was, think it's true. Well, I was just trying to yes. join in and be your friend. Yeah, you don't have You're me. not my friend. We're related. <laughs> um, all right. Well, don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Steve? It feels like your lungs are filled with knives <sighs> as you catch what little breath they can still hold. As you come to a stop looking behind you you see the bergen crypt and the mountain it stood on is completely gone but the surrounding lands fall away too in one foul swoop the valley of the unfortunate dead also concedes to the time fall splashing into ruin with one hideous motion then you hear another similar sound and turning you see galgenbeck the entire city suffer the same fate the last thing to descend into the evil water is your old home, Galgenbeck Castle, which was turned into a church to the basilisks. In fact, everything is falling, the last remnants of the world plunging into the depths. The town of Schleswig crumbles away like a wet cake. Allianz suffers the same fate, but then you never liked that place anyway. 
And before long, there is almost nothing left. Stretching infinitely around you, you stand on a tiny spit of dry land, sharing the space with a single dead tree. And there is nothing except for a red sea and a black sky. Both of you give me a presence roll. Lord, look at this wasteland. I've got a 17. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> so, Catler, you take a look around your surroundings now, just mainly this infinite sea, and don't really manage to notice much, but Torn, squinting in one of the directions, you think you notice what might looks like a giant dark fortress several miles away in the water. Uh, my lord? Yes? I'm afraid to say that our town is gone, but... <gasps> there is but one structure I can spy upon yonder that seems to still be standing. I care not for the, the, my town or anything white. All I care is for revenge. It is all destroyed and worthless. All I hope is that my brother, the twat, is yes. in that building. Well, I believe it is a sign, my lord. That's... A sign that our crusade must continue, and in this direction is where our destiny As Torn points out the direction, Catler, can you give me a presence roll, mate? Fourteen. Thinking about it, you also realise that the place, you know, looking at the direction of it from where you stand, must be Grift. Northeast of Galgenbeck, this was the small town which was gifted to Prince Cam, Catler's brother, by the king. It was his 30th birthday present. Catler, you remember receiving a bag of soot for your 30th. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. I remember this direction well. Could it be, yes. my lord? Is it Grift? Yes, it is, and it's a fucking soot bag of soot. I can still smell it. Grift was shit anyway. It was the worst town ever. No one did you. No, but nobody went there. He's, he's such a cunt, my brother. Trust him to be hanging out in Griff. Of course he will. He, he, he never left there since he had it. But although you know the bag of soot, it did make a good few potions, didn't it? That's right. That's uh, right. We use it well. So more full than really. Yes, that's probably <laughs> why I can still still taste it. <laughs> Yeah, so it tends to sort of linger in the mouth, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. It's a good binding agent. Yes, yes, binds to the drugs. That's right. Well, look, it looks like he resides in Grift, in an evil, wicked-looking tower. Well, let's go fuck up the cock up then. Understood. Yes. I mean, there's, there is one minor problem with your plan, is that there is a huge fucking sea separating us that if we touch it, we'll die instantly. Uh, yes. Ah, yes. Well, Steve, well done. Well done. You've passed the test. Yes, the, uh, yes, that's right. Well, paying attention, were you? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my lord, my, might I recommend a boat? Yes, of course. Hail one. Uh, boatman? You start <laughs> waving at the sea and see nothing. <laughs> We're going to be here a while, then I might recount a tale. Oh, yes, please, my lord, let me just get comfortable. You'll never be comfortable in your life, so... No. Torn, you rest up against this jagged tree, your back a, a joke of a fucking spine. <laughs> yes. I cup my uh, I cup my both cheeks with my hands, just uh, like look look up at my lord and listen to this tale he will regale. Was a cold, warm and wet summer's evening morning. And, uh, I was with my twathead of a brother. We're going to go into a flashback where you guys are in school talking about your brother and how notes used to get passed between you. You're 14, Catler, and Torn, you are 13 and a half. It's nearing the summer holidays and you find yourselves at the Galgenbeck School for Gifted Children, before the apocalypse, of course. 
The school is a high-class educational facility catering not to gifted children, as you may expect, but children whose parents have a lot of money. <laughs> Given that you are the king's son, Catler, you attend the school. Torn, you were never actually officially put onto the school's roster, but you kept turning up to be with your best mate, and eventually the teachers got fed up of ejecting you. You sit in a stuffy classroom, the sun beaming its way onto the courtyard outside through the windows, making the room uncomfortably hot. You sit in a class full of bored-looking teenagers, trying to make it through a maths lesson without dying from the sheer mundanity. Mrs. Shepherd teaches the class droning on about numbers or something, her breath smells like cat food for some reason, and you can smell it even from the back of the classroom. Catlow, you look over and see Torn, his diseased face covered by a mask. He's carving something into the desk. Mm -hmm. What are you carving into the desk? Suddenly puberty hits you. Oh, my lord! Uh, oh, hello! Oh. Torn, you are also hit by puberty. I don't, I don't really don't want to go with these voices. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing, my lord. Just a little, you know, just my name to say I, I was here. You know, <laughs> oh, I, just to I let like people it. know I, I've managed to get back in. Yes, again. it's quite funny, at least. <laughs> yes, and what what's really good is rather than was, it's W O Z. You see. Oh, that's, that's smart. It's a, bit, it's a bit like, could, um, you know, oh, I don't even care about spelling. Could you could you put and and Catla? Oh, it would be my pleasure, my lord. Maybe draw something around it, like a flower or uh, something perhaps pretty. Perhaps a heart. Oh, that's quite you nice, know, actually. It means friendship, hearts. Yes. Okay. Friends for life. That's right. So, give me an agility roll to, to, to finish off this carving of yours into the table, and let's see how well it goes. <laughs> no way! <laughs> that's, a, well, that's a crit with a plus two, so that's 22 in total. You um, you carve the most intricately beautiful thing into a desk anyone has ever carved. It <laughs> belongs in a museum. It's that fucking good. I'll and you see, yeah, yeah, Catler, you look over and just a tear comes down your face. This oh. is beautiful. Oh, my God. I blow all the dust out where I finished. I'm like, and we are done, my lord. What do you think? <laughs> it's the nicest bit of friendship I've ever seen. Oh, I'm quite proud of my work. I'm proud of you. Thank you, my lord. This will live forever like our friendship will. <laughs> as, as you continue to uh, ignore the lesson, just talking about your uh, your relationship, it's not long before the boy in the seat next to you, Torn, pipes up and he goes, Hey, Torn, I've got a message for Catler. It's Prince Cam, Catler's brother, wearing the same cocky expression he always does. His shirt unbuttoned, he smokes a cigarette in blatant disregard for the don't smoke in lessons rule. Oh, uh, Cam, if it's just a penis again... Tell him he's a knob jockey. No, I won't. That's rude. And uncalled for. Well, uh, you know, Torn, mm -hmm. there's a rumour going around that you're a fucking cunt. And then he just, he laughs to himself. It's not an intelligent insult, but he laughs and takes another drag of his cigarette. <laughs> Ugh, good one, Cam. So, you sit through the rest of the lesson and make it to the final five minutes. It's dragging so hard, and the next period is lunch. The thought of a can of fantasy coke and an owl panini dances in your brains. It makes the time move slower than an OAP in a lake of peanut butter. <laughs> but then, something happens. In front of you, Catler, sits Jean Hussman, a fine young lady you've had your eyes on for a while. She's never paid attention to you before, but she turns to face you, passing you a note. Her perfect hair swishing around like a golden wave of sunlight. She smiles as she places the missive on your desk, then turns back to the front of the class. I pick up the note, and then because I'm transfixed, I go, you're beautiful. And uh, you hear a slight giggle come from her. So you open up the note, and it says the following. I want to kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> Meet me in the assembly hall at lunch, behind the curtain on the stage. 
No one will see us there. Hmm? Tom! Yes, my lord? Fucking come, come here quick, quick. Yes, what, what? Read this. I want to me- what? Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh good, my lord, that's... Uh, I've heard that uh, many diseases are transmitted through the mouth. Oh, yes, 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 but I'd like to transmit her diseases. Uh, can I, uh, well, I mean, yes, you should, my lord, what a good idea. Yes, 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 so make sure I get there safely. Okay, well, can I just, can I just ask you to look at this one more time? <laughs> this friendship token? Ah, yes, Fucking, fucking awesome. Finery. Suddenly the bell rings and calls for lunchtime. And the teacher at the front of the class is like, "That bell is for me, not for you." But everyone just ignores her and pours out of the uh, out of the fucking lesson, stumbling over desks, knocking shit over, putting out their fags. Let's get out of here, my lord. Lunchtime. You come to the assembly hall, which is each day converted into the lunchroom. The tables and chairs have been put out, and huge swathes of students filter into the open doors of the cafeteria. The stench of Alpanini is well tempting, but on the opposite side of the wall, you see the stage, whose curtains are closed outside of assembly times. Catler, you think of Jean Hussman waiting behind there for you. So what I'll do is I'll go grab an Alpanini yep. and that, but then um, I'll walk outside the kitchen exit. And then yeah. um, through the side entrance to the like the stage backstage door. Perfect. Torn, do you want to help in any way? Not really. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to try and just get myself some food because I guess that I probably don't get it because I'm not actually a student there. You guys rock up and Torn, you see Catler snatch a panini and then just walk away from you and it hurts you inside a little bit. But yes, you aren't entitled to school lunches because you're not a student. So if you could give me a, a agility roll to quiet, try, quietly snatch up some food. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, those panini smell good today. So that's an eight. As you go towards it, you feel the familiar slap of the lunch lady's hand. Um, this happens all the time and she's like, I was ready for you. Uh, look, look I, got, I, I need food. And her, so her sort of leathery face looks down upon you and she's like, well, go and get some food then. I, I was just... You don't go to this school, young man. No, but I don't see. I have a special um, dispensation Meat. because I am friends with the princess. Oh, right, right, right. I see. Oh, and I'm friends with fucking uh, King Shit of Fuck Mountain, but you don't see me nicking paninis. But, but... Get out! But, Mrs. Mavis, please, look, I'm starving. And we're the generation and, you know, the kids. The... Give me a presence roll. We need to... The... <laughs> We need to learn. <laughs> I got one. A critical fail. Yeah, um, yeah she she sort of, um, she goes, all right, all right, I got something for you. Oh, she nice. reaches her hand into her pocket and she pulls out a middle finger and just goes, fuck off. I can't eat that. Oh, I see what you've done. <laughs> it's a bad day for you, Torn. This <laughs> is not going well. All right, so Catler, give me a presence roll. You're nearing the door, the side door to the stage. Oh, uh, 12. Nice, yeah, you open the door and sneak in. All these students are occupied drinking fantasy Cokes and stuff like this, and you sneak into the back, and it's quite dark behind the thick blue curtain. It's hard to make out much of anything, but you do hear, I'm over here! I'm nervously um, and chomping away at the Alpanini because I've, I've kind of forgotten what I'm there for. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I'm really nervous. And... You're eating as you feel around in the dark. Uh, give me a, uh, a presence roll to see if you can... <laughs> I got a four. 
Feeling around in the dark, you eventually sign up for, so like, it takes a while, but you find your way over. Jean is warm to the touch as you clasp nervously to her hips. Her breath is like exceedingly bad for some reason, but yours isn't much better, because <laughs> considering you're eating an owl. Um, but this is a rare opportunity for you, Cutler. You can hear her large lips pursing in the darkness. Mad. I'm coming in. Leaning forward, you go in for the kill, your face is smashing together. Her breath is much, much worse than you thought. And then, the curtain opens. Shocked, you turn to see the whole school laughing at you. <laughs> at the front of them is your brother, Prince Cam. He smiles and lights up another cigarette before flipping you the bird. Off to the side of the stage, you see Jean. She contains her laughter and shrugs at you as if to say, eh, what can you do? But then. Who are you kissing? You turn and what you see fills you with a sudden sense of dread. You stand on the business end of a large cow. Its tail still points upwards, its anus puckered and dotted with flecks of shit. Catler, you now notice that something warm and thick clings to the lower regions of your face. <coughs> and then your brother just goes, Brother! Don't have a cow, man! And then he puts his arm round Jean and they walk off together as the assembly hall is erupting in laughter. You guys now stand in a secluded area of the of the playground and uh Catler, you're sort of wiping the shit off yourself and Torn you stand by Allow me, my lord. Yes, yes, please do, please do. Torn, give me an agility roll to clean off your lord. Uh fourteen. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, as far as you can get the stuff out, you have. But his finery um is very much stained. Um and there's those parts you just can't get out. But you're wiping him down, some of it's getting on you and uh, all around the playground you hear whispers of shit mouth. <laughs> my, my lord, if I may uh, be so bold as to ask a question, um, is this cow shit? Um, yes. Right. So quite a lot happened while I was trying to get some lunch. Yes, indeed. And were you successful in your endeavours? No, ah, no yeah. I'm starving. Right, well, okay. Well, here, I've got half of this left. Ooh. Don't mind if I do. I gave him half of the Alpanini. <laughs> he gobbles it up greedily. <laughs> Torn, you haven't eaten in a while. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's real good. It's real good. Mm. Oh, I should have cleaned my hands first, perhaps. <laughs> it's done now. Yes, it's done. It's um, gone. I've got, I've got an idea. Shall we go to the stream and actually wash off properly? Mm, what, our favourite place? Yes. Oh, what a great idea, my lord. No, it's such a lovely day. No merry splashing just yet. We need to oh. actually clean and okay. exact our rebellion. Just a little splashing, perhaps after. Perhaps, perhaps. Shall Good. I mean, I will take my top off. Well, you have to, yes, me mm. too. Let's scrub go. My, scrub my back? Of course, my lord. And my front? Of course, my lord. And then you guys head towards the stream. Like, right, let's get to the, the secluded spot. Mm. I've got to get my delicates out. That's fine. I'll you, um, keep an eye out, my lord, so no one sees you and you're all together. Give me a presence roll, Torn, to have a look out to see if anyone's about before you go to the secluded spot. Oh, bollocks. Uh, well, that's a free total. Where but a crit, a crit fail. fail. Yeah. yeah, you see some movement in the nearby bushes. Uh, somebody might be watching you. You feel this uh, unwieldy presence looming over your usually secluded spot where you wash each other's 
bits. My lord, I, d- I do not believe we're alone. Yes, well, we can't really avoid the situation, can we? No, so shall we? Covered in shit, come on. Yes, yes, yes. Needs mass. Okay, mm. in we go. Yeah, you take off your clothes and get into the water and, and begin washing each other, and that will just leave it at that, all right? Yeah. Dawn. Yes, my lord. I've um, got somewhat of an idea. Mm, yeah, uh, for yeah. what? Well, uh, to, to get our revenge. Oh, right, of course. Twat face. Oh, frack it, frack it, fucking cam. Yes. So, you know his beloved, his absolute most beloved piece of food? Oh, what's the, the... What is it he always goes on about? Crumpets. Takes, that's the one, crumpet. Hot, hot ones, too. Mm. He loves them hot. I heard he takes them all in the breakfast morning... Yes, he does. Time he them all. He, he doesn't let them. anybody have them. I mean, exactly. I've never even seen one. You know, he's, he's, for a little while now, he's had it from uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What? And even snacks. Absolutely. He fun. just eats crumpets. <sighs> and I think I've uh, destroyed his love for crumpets. I mean, I know they are only supposed to be the food of royalty. Yes, but. but he could share once in a while. No, no, but, 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 but listen, listen. Destroy his love for crumpets, and I'll destroy the man that he is. Ha! <laughs> It's perfect, my lord. That's all he ever wants. He's always, <laughs> always, ever since he was tiny, even younger than the twat he is now, he was always like, Oh, Daddy, can I have a crumpet, please? And then he always got a crumpet. So if he does not have a love for crumpets anymore, he has no reason to live. Well, that's that's what I hope. <laughs> that's it's genius. So somehow, somehow we'll put him off crumpets. Well, you know, um, we could always, you know, shove one down his butt. Down or up? Or, well, whatever way. Put mm. them in. How do you think we should do that? Make uh, it shitty like he made you shitty today. Oh, I've got an idea. Mm-hmm. Get him in a headlock and shove one up there. I, 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 Humiliate him in front of everyone. Okay, well, if you do the locking, I'm happy to do the shoving. Yes, shove it up there and then put it in his mouth. <laughs> it's getting better and better. We'll make, his eat, we'll make him eat his own poo camper and Yes, oh. We'll do it in a week. Revenge is, after all, a, bi- a dish best served cold. So, uh, good idea. So, in a week's time, you guys are going to ambush him. What? Outside of school? At no, lunch? we're going to do it in the in the cafeteria, right in the smack bang middle of the hustle bustle period, to properly embarrass him, exactly like he did me. Um, but I want to do it so that the the heat of the the cow incident is slightly died off. So there's still murmurs. It's still fresh in everyone's head. But then hopefully this will overtake it. Nice. I like it. The stream scene then fades away and we cut to a week later. You're in another boring fucking science lesson. You're in another walking towards the assembly hall situation. And then you're there. It's lunchtime. You've got a, uh, a bag full of, of hot crumpets ready for the fisting. And you can see that your brother is sitting on one of the tables in the center of the room, surrounded by guffawing idiots and yes-men that, that laugh at his terrible jokes. And you see him at one point sort of point over to you two and say something, and then the uh, table erupts in laughter. So, um, I'll, so I'm going to go up to I'm going to go up to Cam and try and distract him by um, we're going over and going, Yo, Cam, um, any chance I can join the gang? Uh, I've just fallen out of the cattle, you know. He's a right, uh, right silly. Give me a presence roll and let's see if he even listens to you as you talk to the back of his head currently. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, 21. He turns around and he's like, I'm listening. 
Yeah, so, you know, I had a bit of a row, and uh, I've got some hot secrets that you might want to know about. <laughs> Do I ever? And you see him produce a notebook. Catler, you you can now see that his back is to you, and all of his goons are looking at Torn as well. Uh, as this is going on, what I'm going to do is leap and run on the table... <laughs> And then I'm going to dive and like get him in a headlock, and like if I can, also um, then putting him up onto the table so he's on display for everyone. Perfect. Give me a strength roll. You begin running up and you dive at him. Let's see if you can grapple the fucker. Eighteen. Nice. <laughs> you 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 uh, slam into him, gri- uh, gripping his neck and pulling him right up, and he's like, oh, "You brother, roll initiative." You guys are going to go first. Yes. So, we'll start with Torn. You see Cam get wrung by the neck and pulled up onto the table. The goons don't know what to do and they're looking around like headless chicken. I'd like to run over and try and slide under the goons. Uh, yep. And then get right up close and obviously um, produce my bag of crumpets. Give me the agility roll to slide under their legs. 18 total. Thick dirt and grease on the floor is a perfect sliding agent as you go underneath the goons and you've now got an upwards view of Prince Cam's uh, bottom. He's currently betrousered. <laughs> I'd, like uh, I'd like to pull his cacks down if that's alright. Alright, give me an agility roll to uh, undo his belt and pull his trousers down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 11 total. Not good enough, unfortunately. As you grip onto the trousers, he's got a very complicated belt um, that has its own weird sort of locking system. Oh, opening. I'm just trying to add nearly, nearly, my lord. Get off me! Shut up. Ah. Just hold him still, my lord. He's (laughs) wiggling quite some. It's happening now, crumpet boy. Catlett. What are you going to do? Um, firstly, I'm going to apply more pressure on my chokehold so that he kind of loosens his own grip. Give me a strength roll. Yeah. Seven. Cam is a, an expert wriggler, and he's writhing around, and you don't manage to actually uh, like tighten the grip, although he hasn't escaped yet. Next up is going to be their turn. Prince Cam is going to try and struggle free. James, give me a defense roll, um, agility, to see if you can hold on to it. Uh, fucking 19, mate. So while he's kicking his legs around, he's accidentally hitting his goons in the head, who then uh, go towards you, Torn. As you're on the floor, they're trying to stamp on you. Give me a defense roll. Okay. That's uh, nice. So you take four damage as they start Ow. stepping Ow. in your diseased face. Get off me! Next round, roll initiative. Uh, one. So, uh, yeah, they're going to continue stomping, and at this point, uh, some of them are sort of punching as well and trying to mount you, Torn, trying to stop you from pulling down these trousers. Give me another defense roll. Ooh, 20! Fucking crit, mate. You bend your body into a weird shape and uh, and sort of writhe around on the floor, dodging all of these blows as they come in. Boss, we can't hit him! <laughs> what do we do? I've done this dance before. <laughs> now it's going to be Cam's turn. He's going to try and wriggle free by elbowing you backwards in the face. Give me a different. You just duck your head to the side as his elbow comes up and your grip is still around him. Torn, what are you going to do? I'm going to go back in for the buckle again. Give me an agility roll. 21. (laughs) Nice. His trousers come expertly down. You've figured out. You've got the measure of this belt. And then they just flump down to the floor, revealing his shriveled penis. And you are now face to face with his anus. Jackpot! As you look up, you remember the bag of crumpets on your back, still warm. Well, as his anus is now exposed and ready for the taking, (laughs) uh, then I'm going to shove some crumpets up there. No, give me a strength roll. Like crumpets, do you? <laughs> Have all you want! 14, I got. 
Amazing. You lean down, put your fist into um, Torn's bag, and bring out a huge load, about eight crumpets, and you just bash them up there. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, the goons back off. They're, they're like horribly embarrassed by this, as is he. His face is going red, and he starts screaming, Get off me! Get off me! I think you want some more, my lord! He's crying. If uh, Do you want to deliver some more? Um, I'll kick him in the dick so his mouth opens and then deliver some of the butt crumpets to his mouth. <laughs> pull pull out a big fucking fistful of shitty crumpets and jam them into his mouth, punching them into his throat. <laughs> I think he likes it, my lord. He said yum. then the memory fades and you guys are back on that island as the story that you're telling comes to a close you turn your awareness back to the tiny island you inhabit the red sea washing up over its dying shores and then you see something coming from the direction of the black fortress in the distance is a small moldy rowboat there is a sole inhabitant who struggles against the current of the timefall pushing with all his might you can see that the oars sort of degrade with each push this guy wears a dank black stained doublet and a pair of stuffy pantaloons. His beard is long and unkempt. He heaves to and fro on the paddles, sweat dripping from his brow. And then you hear him say, here lads, you don't have a rope do ya? You hear the man yell over. Oh, you did hear me then, boatman. I called for you ages ago. <laughs> no, yeah. I, think, I think that might be a coincidence, mate. Oh. Here, chuck me a rope so you can pull me in. Um, do you have a rope? No, I don't. Do you have a rope? Uh. Boatman? Well, I wouldn't be asking for a rope if I can rope So, you know, just pay attention, mate. No, I have no I do not, my lord. Alright, hang on. I'll go I'll give this I'll give this boat a, a push. Oh, he gets a twelve. It's just about good enough. Oh. But he's really struggling against the intense waves and he Hold on to my warhammer! He and yeah, and the last point he grabs the uh, warhammer and you sort of pull him in closer and he disembarks the boat standing on the island. He goes, all right, Kettler, Torn, I'm your great uncle Steve. Uh, we ain't had a chance to meet in real life before, but I've got to say, it's a, it's a shame we have to meet under these circumstances. So, well, where'd you a sword? Wait, 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 what? I, th I think it's painfully obvious I'm not a fucking sword. What are you going on about? What? Your, your brother sent me to fetch the perrier. What? He's, in, he's in that big old fortress up the road. Wait, no. but if you're Steve, who's that? And I point at Catalyst's sword. That is a sword, Torn. Are you, have you gone fucking mental? No, look, it was to talk, Steve. And I get right close up to the, the hilt of the... You're uh... crouched down, yelling at a sword. And, he, and you see the, this man, he looks upon you guys like... He's like, look, I know some people have gone a bit loopy since the world started ending, but... As sure as I stand here in front of you, I ain't a sword. I'm a man. Wait, 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 wait. But you, you, you were in the crypts for two hundred years. No, mate. What? No, I've been, I've been working for your brother for a good few years now, lads. But, Just but... doing odds and ends, you know, assistance type stuff. He took over the rule in a grift when he got it, uh, gifted it for his birthday. But 
None of it really went to plan. He's lost the plot, you see. After the world started fucking up, he hit the drugs pretty hard, started believing none of this actually exists. I guess it was uh, easier than accepting that maybe he could have prevented it. Wait, 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 wait. So, I'm so confused. You're my Uncle Steve? Yes. Surely you must recognise me from the paintings. I know we ain't met in real life before, but they're good paintings. I'm sorry, I look at you and all I can see is a sword now. I've been talking to him for quite a, quite a while. Can we drop the sword thing? Because I'm telling you, I ain't a fucking sword. Right. And if you're going to swing me at someone, I'll just take this boat back. But why is my shithead of a brother, crumpet boy, trying to fetch us? Why? Well, he knows we're here? Yes, why? Yeah, well, I don't know. He knew knew you were here. He just pointed to the fucking island on the top of his black castle and he just goes, he just goes, can you fetch him for me? And I I thought, you know, I'll I'll do it, do one last thing. Look, let me explain, right? As the last prophecy was foretold and the final parts of Galgenbeck County started falling in the ruin, he and all the people of Grift entered a big suicide pact. People mutually shot each other, hung themselves by the neck, jumped down mountains until nobody was left. Your brother fucked himself into a spike pit, but for some reason he can't bloody die. Since then he tried at least a dozen more times to end it, but for some reason it don't fucking work. And for some reason he believes that in order to be allowed to move on to the next life, he has to do battle with you too. His brain's all fucked from drugs, you see, and he started believing that this reality is a game occurring in a child's sandbox, which is a bit mental. Now, I, I don't know why he won't die. I don't even know if you two fighting is going to solve his problem, but I promised him I'd come and find you two and bring you over so you can sell your differences. How does that sound, lads? Well, sounds like I want to fight the cunt. Right, let's go. Good, well done. Uncle Steve, you're great. And I look at the sword. The sword does not respond, or uh, and it appears to have sort of lost its glow a little bit, and it doesn't respond at all. I look at the real Steve, and I was like, yes, I meant you. Right, just get on the fucking boat. Something's not right, my lord. I sense it in my loin. Let's get on the fucking boat, because this thing ain't going to last long in this water, I tell you. All right, yes, yes, yes. Don't have to tell me twice. They told me three times. Let's get on. Away we go. Hmm. Approaching the only other island in this foul sea, you see that Grift, to an extent, still resembles its old appearance. The thatched roofs, the white bricks, the well, the middle of the small town still stands, but the streets are caked thick with dried gore, littered with dozens of suicide victims. They lie stabbed, shot, exploded, hung, quartered. Every grisly death is laid out before you. You see the people's final moments preserved in blood-red detail. You see couples who lay together, their throats torn apart by deadly poison. You see the bodies of parents surrounded by their dead children, holes in their heads. You see the charred remains of a group of people jutting from a huge pouring of once molten steel that washes out from the smithy. Packs of roving wolves, fat and satisfied, pick lazily over the corpses, chewing up the dead flesh. And towering above all of this is a fort, Vanta Black, this huge castle resembles a jagged mace that eats all light, its blackness darker than any night. Standing as high as a cathedral spire, the dark monolith's huge steel doors are closed, and painted across them in bright yellow dripping paint are the words Morkborg. Alright lads, this is the place. I, I, I know it ain't no uh, holiday destination, I mean it's no... I mean it's a fucking horrible. 
Well, yes, but also somewhat weirdly pretty. And you see him sort of get off the boat and hold out a hand to help you guys off. Well, thank you, real Uncle Steve. Yes. Thank you, Steve. Much obliged. And as you land on uh, the soil of Grift and see this huge castle in front of you guys, well, lads, it's been a it's been a pleasure. And you see him produce a gun from his pocket and immediately shoot himself in the head. What? Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, his state of this. His head is sort of glugging blood out of it, and, and he just lies motionless on the floor. Steve! The <laughs> last air escapes his lungs. <laughs> I look at the sword and go, Steve? Steve? Is it? Fucking talk to me, damn it. Say this, the sword starts to speak, and it's really weird, because this, the voice doesn't resemble what it used to sound like, and it just goes... Adrian Madden, Johan Nor, Paddy Nielsen, Dan Alstrand, Nick Lambert, James Clark. What is going on, my lord? I'm starting to n- not understand much. Uh, I don't really know what I don't know what the sword said and why it's saying it. For fuck's sake. I'm going to pat down real Uncle Steve's body. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, give me a D66 roll. 6-2. <laughs> That's more like it. Mm. Uh, you, got, you find 62 silver in his pocket. Oh. Ah! Look, I've replenished some of my wealth. Money has returned. That's good. <laughs> Looking around, there's not really anywhere to actually spend it, but, you know, you've got it. It feels good to have something weighing me down again. Perhaps perhaps we can shove that up our canned butt, too. No, 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 no. This is, um, maybe. <laughs> good. I mean, I can't believe all the subjects have... I mean, you know, hated him that much. They've all <laughs> killed themselves, my lord. I mean, talk about how to... Ruin a party. <laughs> I mean, his jokes were so bad, I'd probably want to put a gun to my head, too. Yes, I'm still a bit confused about many things, but um, I suppose we'd best uh, make haste. Mm. What is this Mork Borg inscription? Not entirely sure. And why did the sword make strange names? I mean, they were disgusting. Yeah. James Clark, Nick Lamley, what sort of stupid words are these? Yeah, what kind of... What a lamb... What? Ridiculous. Tumble these names over your tongues. They do have an odd sense of familiarity, but walking up to the Borg and coming closer to its huge doors, the morkness of the Borg becomes even more oppressive. (laughs) It seems to sap the light right out of the air, and the colours around you sort of desaturate. The bright yellow of the words on the doors reducing to a crusty brown colour. The green tint of your rotting flesh melts away to a depressing mouldy colour. And then, with a short gust of wind, the doors turn into a thick mist and gust away, leaving a huge opening for you. The, in- well the, the inside is deeply dark and very mork. Well, I think we must go on. It yes. seems that this is our destiny. Yes, it does, but thank you for getting the door. Uh, very much obliged. Oh, yes, that was my um, magic powers. That was it. I believe so, my oh, lord. You've come a long way. Thank you, my lord. Let's go even further. Okay. And you guys enter into this thick darkness. Mmm. Tasty. That's a bit musky. Yeah, it's a bit pasky. Mm. Get behind me, my lord. Allow me to go in front. Yes, of course, always. And I will, uh... <laughs> I will... I will use my warhammer. So I'm going to have my warhammer ready. And you just, uh, like, kind of walk forward with me in front. You pull out your, uh... Warhammer and advance forward, and you find that the inside of the Morkborg is a senseless geometric nightmare as you 
lunge out of the darkness and into this faint light. Stairs that lead to nowhere, doors floating in the sky. A checkered floor spirals forward at impossible angles and curls off into floating box rooms that are much larger on the inside than should be possible. The walls adorned with giant mushrooms who stare down at you with their many eyes. Everything drips with an unmissable yellow and black sludge as it pours into infinite nothingness below the checkered walkway. As you stare up at this bizarre scene, your sword speaks again. Torn, tear up your sheet right now. The quest is a failure. Destroy the character sheet. Character the, sheet. What is this? It's, what do you mean, sword? What it's is a character sheet? The sword doesn't respond, but the twisting checkered walkway glimpses off in four different directions. Among them is a huge floating door. A staircase leading up is lacquered in some kind of crimson rosin. The huge yellow growing the huge yellow glowing door has two mouths on the front. Open, the awaiting moors lip that lick their lips hungrily. My lord, I feel like we've taken potions, but I don't believe we have. Now, could you do me a favour give me the one you put in the eyes? Ah, yes, here it is, Fernald's filter. Yes, yes, put that in my face. A little drop here and a little drop for me, mm. and that should help us right out. It feels like it's doing some good. I mean, not in terms of healing HP, oh god no, but <laughs> it, uh, yeah, you're going to get plus two presents for four hours. Ah, that's more like it. Yes. Like I can see this madness better. Yes, 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 yes. It's kind of taken a bit of the mist away. Yes, well, look, we've got floating floors, my lord, and we've got nonsensical dimensions. Um, yeah, definitely feels like a trip, that's for sure. Mm. Do you want to try and jump onto one? I Well, allow me. You know there are walkways between these rooms and you. Oh. They're twisting possibly, but they but you don't need to jump over. No, okay, so right, let's, 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 um, well, uh, forward, I would say, my lord. Uh, Before, is it forward? It looks a bit up. I think this is forward up. Up forward. Yes. Yes, I think we'll take the up forward route. Understood. Mm. You guys walk along on this uh, on this spiralling walkway and the gravity adheres you to it even when you're walking on it upside down and eventually come to one of these floating rooms, roughly the size of a box of bananas but inside is a huge church-like looking room. At the far end is a cracked sacrificial altar and there's troughs in front of it of uh, mould and mushrooms. Oh, mushrooms! But otherwise it's quite quiet, but suddenly you hear like a rumbling and uh, a bunch of dust falls from the ceiling, huge chunks of the ceiling also falling into these, uh, into this uh, church-like area. Hmm. What's your step, my lord? The ceiling looks compromised. Yes, yes, it does, but those mushrooms look tasty. Mm, I have spied the mushrooms too. Perhaps we should not speak, perhaps we should speak in hushed tones. What? No, no whoa! As not to vibrate the room even more so. Your, oh, sorry. Your voice echoes out in this chamber. Um, you don't really notice anyone kind of uh, anyone kind of around, or, or that you've alerted anyone. Uh, the only thing staring back at you is um, the gargoyles on the walls and things like this. But they're not moving ones. They're just made of stone. Um, and yeah, you see these troughs with the mold and fungi inside. Well, well, um, shall we go to the troughs? Mm. Let's, let's inspect the troughs and altar. Yes. You walk up the uh, the long um, passage um, between the pews uh, up to the altar, and you see that these mushrooms are varied in size, colour, shape. There's chunks of like what looks just to be mouldy matter inside, and it's filled with um, some sort of feculent water, making it into a sort of disgusting cereal of mould. <laughs> can I um, uh, uh, can I examine the mushrooms if I recognise them? Give me a presence roll. 
total. 18, 19, 20. It's 22 total. You've <laughs> you've seen and eaten a lot of mushrooms in your time, but you remember very few that have as many eyes as these ones do. Um, but you do notice something shiny and hard, about the size of a fist. It glints at the bottom of the trough. I think I found something, my lord. Yes? Um, I'm going to delve into the bucket. Okay, okay. Wish me luck. Mm, yes. Thank you. Torn, you plunge your hand in. Give me a toughness roll, please. Uh, Twelve. Yeah, you resist its effect as it climbs up your arm. Um, you feel like you're going to be sick, but you're sort of all right. You pull out this this uh, hard object, and you see that, for some reason, you've got a jar of scrungenberry jam in your hand. <laughs> scrungenberry jam? What is that? I know not. I mean, why is that? Why, why is more the point? Why is this? Well, come on, open it up. Okay, let me try. So give me a strength roll. Jars are hard to open. <laughs> 18, 19 total. You give it a good twist and uh, open the lid up. And um, you've seen a lot of jams in your time, but very few of them vibrate as much as this one does. Can I give it a whiff? It smells uh, like musty, dusty, old, <laughs> yeah. and with a little hint of rotting and a, 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 a sort of after waft mm. of uh, bin juice. Ooh, okay. Um, my lord, it doesn't smell very appetizing. I don't know whether it's. I don't know whether we should eat it, but uh, it could help us. Well, shall I, I try? I thought it. I, I thought it might. Well, let's put the lid back on. Maybe we can keep it and put it in my sack. Okay. Okay. Or your sack. Yep. Let me pop up in. Pop, 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 pop it in there. Um, <laughs> and perhaps we can eat it later. Well, thank you, dusty room. Nice charge you got here, and we're leaving now. You yell that at the room and turn around <laughs> and. It's at this point that you see at the door a woman, long, dirty, wet hair. She drips with this black ooze, and she stands there, at back hunched over, a knife, jagged knife in her hand, raised up as if to stab downwards. Roll initiative. Ah, wench! One. Okay, they're going to go first. This weird-looking ring-type woman walks towards you, just taking a single step, coming closer with the dagger. Not like the look of her. No. Stop the welcome wagon, my lord. Not at all. I'm going to fling a bag of broken glass at her. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Give me an agility roll. Uh, eight. Okay, that's not going to hit. You th- you fling the glass in front of you, um, and you just see it sort of float upwards. Ah. <laughs> and it eventually adheres to the ceiling. Mm. Not quite what I was after. Curious. But, um... Mm. I this woman we're going for, my oh. This woman is advancing slowly. Torn, what are you going to do? <laughs> Get away from my king, you wench! Uh, and then I'm going to try and basically bash her back with the warhammer. Give me a strength roll. Okay. Ooh, Ooh. 19 again! <laughs> nice! Roll damage. Oh! oh. Six damage. <laughs> Dustified! You bring it down with one fell swoop, this woman has turned into dust. She lets out a screech as you smash her into the ground. There we go. Good. Come up on my lord with a knife, will you? Yeah, that's exactly. What a, what a, what a bitch. What a bruh. Not anymore, what a dusty bitch. <laughs> Do you reckon I could get that, get that glass? No, 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 maybe not. It's very high up. <laughs> yeah, it's a little... <laughs> <laughs> My lord, if you, if you just squint, huh? I think you can just see it. Ah, yes. No. Floating away. Right, I'll leave it. I'll leave it there for the room. For the room. You're, you're welcome, room. There you mm-hmm. go. Took yeah. one thing and replaced it with another, so... Yes. Balance is resumed. As you exit the room, uh, you see the box that contained the room sort of fade away behind you. The walkway remains, and you can get back to the central plateau if you need to. 
But um, you see the that that big door, the big red one with the mouths on it, is just is it's like licking its lips. <laughs> that door seems a bit, a bit I don't know, ready, mm. a bit too ready, a bit toothy. Hmm. Um. We'll take out the, another. What? What was that did door? You say, did you say something? <laughs> Should we check out a different room first? Mm. Yes, my lord. Perhaps. Just because I did. Just, I mean, I'm not scared. No, no, of course not. I just thought, you know, maybe take a look at another one. But it could be more silver or jam. Well, hopefully a potion. <laughs> yes, that's right. Okay, let's get... We'll look at that mouthy door mm-hmm. at the end, perhaps. You go around another walkway, spiralling impossibly, um, and come to another floating pink box. But inside the room, again, is much bigger than it should be. And as you get up to the doorway, you can hear whispering coming from the room. It is basically just a box stone room with almost nothing in it except lanterns above the ceiling. And on the far side, you see another one of these women. She lifts her dagger up to her head. She's quite far away at this point. She goes, no, no, not, not today. No, Number just, one, my lord. Just squeeze back out. So, no, 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 nope. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you turn, you turn, you nope right the fuck out of there, <laughs> and um, come back to the central plateau. You see two other rooms are floating off. Fancy another? Mm, yes, before it gets away, let's go to that room. Yes, before we see another one of these stupid women. <laughs> you head up to another another room and uh, you see that the inside of this particular floating box is uh, made, made entirely of bones and skulls. All the walls are in, uh, 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 skulls, bones, teeth, all these types of things, and they jut out at weird angles. Ah, this is my kind of room. Mm. Yes. On the far side, you see a throne made of bone in this zone. Are you time, going in alone? Time, <laughs> time for the bone lord. I'm just going to strut as if I own the room. Okay. Like, like it's my room. You strut in. I'll give protect me... your back, my lord. Catler, give me a presence roll. Let's see if you notice something. That'll be an eight overall. You you enter the room and uh, you don't notice anything different about it. It's quite basic, but it's just, uh, yeah, it looks to be some sort of bone throne room. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice bone throne. I know, I know. I'm sitting on it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. King has returned. You go up to sit on this thing, and uh, yeah, you um, feel something whistling towards your neck. Uh, give me a defense roll, Catler. Sixteen. One of these uh, dank women is behind the throne, <gasps> and she pops out, plunging a knife at you, but you dodge out the way, and it sticks into the throne. And she's like, <laughs> "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Right, yeah. I'll scout this room too, and I'll start running towards the exit. Rolling a stiff. <laughs> <laughs> Four. All right, you guys are going to go first. Catler, you're running towards the exit. Give me an agility roll. Uh, nine. Well, as you try to get off the bone throne, the jagged ground is uh, really annoying to traverse, and ah. you sort of trip. And Torn, you can see this from your position at the entrance. Answer <laughs> my voice, my lord. I'm doing that. Get off the throne so we can exit this zone. I'm off the throne. I'm just running and I'm tripping on the bone. Come to my voice. Yes, doing. Torn, um, what are you going to do? I'm going to go towards Catlar to try and grab him and help him out. That's an eight. You you, you both, it's a com- comedic nightmare of tripping over bones as this woman advances slowly towards you. And because you didn't get very far, um, yeah, she is going to go in for the stab. And mm. you hear her let out a screech as she brings this dagger up and plunges it towards you, Catlar. Give me a defense roll. <laughs> oh! 
16. You guys are so lucky, man. I know, I know. You're on one hit point. Oh my god, how is this happening? You you uh, dive to one side, and again, the, the uh, dagger hits the bone. And this woman, uh, well, I mean, she doesn't look annoyed because you can't see her face because all the dank hair in front of it, but uh, you get the sense that she probably would be annoyed. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try and return the favour with the Warhammer. Uh, oh, that's uh, 18 total. Two damage. You smash this woman in the chest and uh, there's a hideous crunch as you drive the Warhammer into her. She doesn't die, but she lets out this sort of... <coughs> nice to meet you too. Next up is going to be Catla. Right, I'm going to grab her hair and then run her towards the exit. And to fling her out. Give me a strength throw then. I've got five. You try to grab her hair, but the this oily mess is very uh, difficult to grab onto, and your hands just slip off, and uh, you slap yourself in the face. Ow! As your hand slips. Fuck's sake, like, God, see. Leave her, my lord, I've got her back, let's just get you out. Go to the hairdressers or something, jeez. <laughs> Alright, give me an initiative roll for round three. One. Alright, at this point, she is fucking pissed off, and she just launches the dagger at you, Torn. Give me a defense roll. Oh! <laughs> I kissed it. 18, 19 total. Yeah, you dodge out of the way. And because this fight has really not gone her way, I am actually going to do a morale check for, <laughs> for her. <laughs> okay, she gets a three. You see that she suddenly gives up on the fight, leaves the room and jumps down into the infinite blackness. <laughs> oh, was it something I said? Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, my lord. She obviously just realised who she was up against. Mmm, yes. You know, we're uh, pretty wiggly. Yes, I'm great. Mm-hmm. You are? Yes. You are. Thank you. <laughs> no denying it. Now fuck your room. Well, there's nothing in this, is there? Fuck's sake. <laughs> Another room checked off. You head back to the central plateau. There is one, uh, one last one that remains, and uh, it's floating up higher than any of the others. Should we swim to it, my lord? Well, uh, let's just use one of the windy paths and yeah, maybe okay. perhaps get there in a the day. Mm-hmm. You guys once again wind through a uh, an impossible path and up to this room, and uh, yeah, you're there. And in front of you, what you can see is that this uh, room is basically a disc floating in a sort of big white space. A single platform heads forward, ending at a game board, which is uh, mostly smashed to pieces. Um, but some of it is still intact, and it appears that one of the pieces has been uh, was probably missing when they, you know, got it, and has been replaced with a jar of red liquid. Uh, my lord, <coughs> that jar looks a lot like the jar we just put in our sack. Oh yes, well, uh, do we open both up or? I I think we should take it. With the, that jar? Hmm. Okay, I'll. It's true. Yes, I'll grab it. Catler, uh, give me a presence roll. Twelve. <laughs> okay, good enough. As you walk forward, you notice that there's sort of a uh, very, very thin wire of filament attached to the jar. And just before you grab it, you notice this is probably booby-trapped. Oh, oh torn. Wax ballard. This one's titty-trapped. Oh, that. I see. <laughs> a titty-trap, eh? Yes, nipple tasseled up. Mm. Right, but it's best... Maybe not. Best not to touch it, my lord. away. Mm-hmm. Slowly. You see here, the wire? Ah, now I do! Yes, it glistens. Uh, mm. So someone has tried to sabotage us. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Well, well, I will know to leave that square alone. Oh, we could snip it off. But, fucking no. That's how we set it off, you twat. Oh, that's how it works, of course. You fucking idiot, man. Right, sorry. This place makes me feel funny. Suddenly your sword starts to speak again. It goes, Kettler, something old happened to me the other day while I was out having a cigarette. 
I saw a car teleport into my garden at a high speed and no one was in the driving seat. What do you think it means? Steve? The sword goes quiet. What is... What What car... What is car? What the fuck? What? what? Why? When? Did you hear that? Mm. Answer room. Matt. I'm going to go to uh, one of the um, broken um, board pieces. Mm-hmm. And just uh, sort of inspect it. Mm. Yeah, you inspect the uh, the broken board pieces. Uh, give me his presence roll. Let's see if you notice anything. I got six. Yeah, I mean, it looks fine. Uh, good. It just looks like a game board, you know? It's just been smashed up. Obviously, somebody had a tantrum. <laughs> nice, broken, good. Right. Right, well, um... Hello! Your voice echoes in the infinite white space. Come, 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 come over here. Okay, my lord. I'm going to throw something at the boobs. Okay. At the jar. Right. The jar that's boobed up. Oh, I see. Okay, so we stand back at a safe distance. Yes. You guys back off. And just as you do so, another annoying interruption comes in from your sword. And it says, Greetings, I am Ambassador Kromp from the planet Wembembo. Glimp, the Shongo shall rise. What? What is this language? It goes quiet again. This fucking sword is becoming more of a nuisance than I would like. Mm. That's not Steve anymore. Well, it's no longer ancestral, I think. Hmm. Okay, well, here we go. We can throw this at it, my lord, and I'll pick up one of the busted chest uh, uh, game pieces. Nice. Uh, who's going to hurl it? Uh, I would throw... May I, my lord? I'm pretty good yes. at throwing stuff. Yes, I know. You've thrown a lot of dung mm. in your time. That's right. Here you, we go, then. You pick up the game piece. You're going to need a 12 to okay. knock it off, okay. but if you get a crit, you're going to destroy the jar. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Oh, that's unlucky. So, unfortunately, with great strength, you hurl this thing forward like a cricket ball and send it smashing. The table explodes, jam flying into the air. Is there a chance that I'll be able to uh, grab some of the jam in my water skin? Going to be hard, but yeah, you're going to try and dive underneath and quickly sc- scoop some of this jam up. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Give me an agility roll, okay. and uh, yeah, you're going to need to get pretty fucking high for this. You watch it be completely the opposite now. 11, 12, 13. Uh, you could, do you want to spend an omen? Yes, I do. Oh, there we go. 18, 19, that's 20. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> nice. With the, with the reflexes of, of uh, a, a royal assistant, you leap under the jam, catching much of it as the uh, explosion sends it rocketing into the air. Uh, th- then the sort of uh, crumbled stone of the game pieces fall onto your face like an annoying rain. Well, I got it, though. My lord, it's all. I think I've got a good amount. You know, you've got some pretty good acrobatics. Mm, I do. Mm. Yes, I practice quite a lot. Yes, I see you flipping around. Yes. Flamboyant flipping. Mm. Mm. My favourite. Flailing arms. Yep. Brilliant. Well, yes, that's not hopefully they don't come off. Uh, no, 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 no. They're not too tight anymore. Right, I, well, I've got it. I've got the jam, my lord. Perhaps good. we should leave. As you exit the room... Yeah, you, you see that now, that big red door with the two mouths on yeah. it. The lacquered stairs that lead up to it are glowing now at this point, and the mouths are licking hungrily. I think we should, we should probably... Um... Slightly off it, my lord, next door. Yes, but look, it's hungry. Let's give it the jams. Okay. Oh, all right, okay. So let's just walk up to it then. Give the jams. I will give it the jams. I'll open this one, and then you can have... I'll squirt my yes. this water-skinned jam into the other one's mouth. Hello, friendly door. 
Mm. Hungry, are you? <laughs> you want some jam? <laughs> right, well, I think that answers that question then. Uh, well, then here you go. Do you want the, the whole jar or the, just the jam? No, <laughs> jar. No, right, right, cool. Open wide, open, open wide. And your door, other mouth, open wide. Uh, the mouth's open. You pour the liquid in, squeezing it out of your water skin and tipping it out of the jar, respectively. Yeah, and now, and now you see that the door is open and... Fog conceals what is in the next room beyond the door. Hmm. Hmm, I'm not sure that's going to work. <laughs> um, give me a strength roll, both of you, for blowing on this. <laughs> a 14. And I got a oh, six. <laughs> okay, Catler, uh, for a second you blow a hole in it and see what looks to be automatic stairs, which um, are winding up and up and up. What the fuck? What's that, my lord? Did you see that? You, I saw some stairs that were moving on their own. Magical, perhaps. Hmm. Right, uh, well, I suppose this, let's take a step? Uh, well, let me go first, my lord, just uh, in case. You know what? You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go first for once. Uh, are you sure, my lord? No, I'm not, but I'm doing it anyway. Okay. <laughs> and I'll step forwards, but then also yank Torn with me. You um, step forwards and are being carried up by this escalator. It seems to go up and up and up through some clouds into a night sky and then eventually it sort of drops you off in a room which is both the right way up and upside down at the same time. Made partially out of its own blueprints, this room is a conical shape ending in a point the size of a single atom. It twists rhythmically and the walls contain all sorts of scratchings and etchings. Strings tied to various pushpins create a web of colour all over the writhing wall. These strings link the various scrawlings together into an impossibly geometric 3D shape. That is, at the same time, two-dimensional. This six-dimensional hyperlattice drips with black liquid that rises up instead of falling to the ground. In front of you is a throne made from intangibly smooth white material. It floats several feet off the ground. Two skeletons stand to attention on either side of it, and sitting on the floating vessel is Prince Cam. Long time no see, brother. Oh, twat face. His face is badly burned. His body is full of large bleeding holes. His right arm has been flayed right to the bone, and his royal vestments are crusty with dark green mould. So, I hear you can't die. Unless we do battle, I can never die. Until we fight to the death, I will remain in this hellish purgatory, unmoving, unfeeling, void of my very soul. I've been waiting for you, brother. Torn, waiting all this time, unable to venture outside of Grift, no matter how hard I try. You see, everything you've seen, and he starts pointing around the room like a madman at these etchings on the wall, everything you've ever experienced, it's all a dream, in the twisted mind of a child in a sandbox. At least, I think so. You see, I've been partaking in some powerful drug trips recently, trying to escape. Ooh. And I left this simulation, this strange marionette play. And I took some time to make sense of what I saw, of course. And he gestures to the uh, scratchings on the wall. But I figured it out. You see, you were never supposed to make it this far. This place is a senseless nightmare of bad ideas. And among that, I sit. A MacGuffin. A thing existing solely to be killed by you. But also not.
You see, your whole journey was to teach the people watching this unfold that everything is futile. That this simulation was designed for you two to fail. And yet here you stand, the only two people truly in possession of free will. Having overcome all the things meant to destroy you in a palace formed from half-baked ideas containing me, the final goal of your quest. Do you have any idea what it feels like to know that you exist only partially? That your very reason for existing was simply to be the final boss in a quest for revenge? That all your life and memories and effort will always be for nothing? That the people who created you didn't even intend for you to take part in the fucking story? Brother, seeing you has made me feel something. Now we're going to do battle. And I will win to teach those fuckers that the story doesn't have to go their way. Not likely. He Sorry, did you, did you say something? I can't hear wankers. Curses, brother. I have always hated you. Yes, and I you. How are the crumpets here, Cam? Haven't eaten them in a while. Good. Ever but since that... that time. <laughs> I've got a question for you, twatface. Fancy a fair fight? I'm listening. Well, uh, you can only be fair if it's honourable, right? And if you want to set this right, if you're correct in all your weird thinkings and drug trips that I'd quite like to partake in, so if you have any of those spared, you let me know. Um, then, uh, perhaps it would be a good idea to, you know, get me and Torn healed up. And then we can fight fair and square and... Ah. Hmm? Just give me a presence roll, mate. Let's see if he buys it. Thirteen. I like it. You know what? It'll be even better. When I win this fight, I may exist here forever. I may be stuck in this purgatory forever, but I'm going to teach those fuckers that they can't just wind away with my life and it'll be even better if I do it on a level playing field. Yes, because I, I, if you disgrace yourself here, then perhaps you will just continue in self-pity. I will make myself the hero of this story. And he throws a bunch of potions onto the ground. And uh, he just goes, drink up, brother. Fine, fine, fine. good, good. Um, I hate you, but it's weirdly good to see you. Yes, you too. Mm. How have you been? Uh, shit. To yeah. Just... Me too. Me too. Existing only partially, not having a soul or free will, and all of that type of stuff. But that changes now. Anyway, drink up. I'm getting bored. Okay, both of you, roll a d6. You're gonna gain that many hit points back. Yeah. Please be good. Oh, two. Please be good. Oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> it's these aren't the best quality uh, potions you've ever had. No. Let's put it that way. I mean, uh, it doesn't heal you that much. But you feel a little bit better than you did before, which is better than one HP anyway. Yeah. So he jumps up from his seat and just goes, Brother, how about you? Roll initiative. You guys are going to go first. In front of you, you see him with his rapier, his two skeleton cronies next to him, sort of getting ready with their fists. I see your girlfriends are here. Torn, you're going to go first. <laughs> and he goes, don't imply that I... That it was at one time! I just to try and smash one of the skeletons with my warhammer. Awesome, give me a strength roll. 20. Nice. Roll damage. Yes! Six damage. You, uh, you run up to Prince Cam and his girlfriend and you smash one of these skeletons into oblivion, sending bones flying all up the all up the walls. Belinda, no! <laughs> Knew it! No, no, shut up! Ha <laughs> ha! Catler, you're gonna be next. 
Right, well, what I would like to do is I'd like to go for the snake skin gift stab. Okay, all right. My brother. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so you run up and smash his sword out of the way, leaving open for attack. Give me a strength roll. Let's see if you can do this shit. I've got an 18, bitch. That is going to hit. Roll damage. Get a uh, one. Oh Get, Get a one. Get a one. Oh my god! If he rolls a one on that dice, it means the person dies immediately. Oh you bury the dagger into his chest and you see the life force going out of him. Brother, <gasps> I've always hated you, detested you. I hope you die a very painful death. I hope this stings. You know what you are to me? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You've never been anything to me. Nothing ever. Die, you worthless piece of shit. Right, that's one skeleton done, my lord. Now for the... Oh! Whoa, whoa, what did I miss? You Sorry. see the other skeleton run out the room. 